Warning, the following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. Welcome to the highlight of your week. They are the truth seekers looking to change the world for the better. Using the latest research and groundbreaking science, they seek to inform the simpletons. They dream of a day filled with gays, where women get paid like dicks and religion doesn't try to fuck kids. They are the intellectual saviors! Prepare yourself for atrociousness. All phasers set to fuck. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I'm one of your hosts, Eric. And Boggs, you need to stimulate the clit. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Wow, pulling back the curtain a little bit. What's going on? Did I miss something? Mm, uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Not really. I guess we'll find During out. the opening, he was motioning that he was, you know, fingering... Uh-huh. With this, with this, with this fist, kind yeah, of but that, open. That was supposed to be an asshole, but he wasn't giving any clitoral stimulation. So I was just Boggs giving him some pointers. Have any experience in that department? It's true he doesn't. I oh, was speaking of Boggs. Fuck him. And uh, I'm uh, everybody's uh, second favorite host of the show, Michael. Who's everybody's first? I don't know. Y'all let you guys fight that out. I'm just taking second. Not me. I'm taking second claim. Oh yeah, and we also have uh, this fucking jackass joining us today. Wow, he's, he's the host. Have of, have some heart to your freaking podcast mate. Oh yeah, he's yeah. the co-host of uh, the uh, Digital Frustrations and uh, the uh, what's that am other I, one you do? Am I a co-host on that show or am I just a returning guest? I, I'd say at this point you're definitely yeah. A co-host. At this point you're co-host for sure. Yeah, uh, whatever. It's never been made official, and I kind of like it that way. And my secretly, how, how many shows in a row do you have to do before you become a host, though? I think like fifty thousand. Oh. I think you're making that up just so you can be a returning guest. That's a ridiculous amount. It's like the pressure is very low when you're just a returning guest. No, is that is that how you feel? Is? That's how I like it because then I don't have to do anything good. Anyway, more oh. more importantly, he's my um, secretly gay um, partner and uh, co-host of the Propocalypse with me. That's the uh, great Brad uh, Wiley, everybody. You said, said you wouldn't tell anyone. It's given. Fucking ass. He's my own personal bear. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm Boggs, since I didn't actually get to say that yet. And he's Boggs. Okay. Hello, Boggs. Hello. So, I want to say, because I put this, and I periscoped it, and I put a couple things out on the Twitters and the uh, Facebooks. Um, the great Nissa Boggs, he did a little performance over the weekend at a brewery. And it was almost tolerable because I was able to drink during it. <laughs> now, you know, Boggs, Boggs is good. I do want to say something because I didn't get a chance to say this because at the very end, it was it started to rain outside and I had uh, we took the kids to the brewery because that's what you do with your kids. Um, a plus parenting. Yeah. Yay. And in my defense, though, our, the kids are all um, above 10. They had like fucking babies and stuff out there. So. I thought you were going to say they were all above like 15 or something. Nah, they're all, I mean. You fucking said they were above 10. That's, that's not any better. That's like legal drinking age in some places, I think. 
Uh, is it funny enough? Age? Funny enough, the place that I played at, it was kind of made kid friendly. They had like a fucking uh, yeah, like playpen yeah, with little yeah, mats. They want to make down. sure that you go there with your children and yeah. get and drunk had, and then drive home. They had people. Right. I mean, <laughs> Boggs was performing. They had some other people performing music. They had uh, the fucking cornhole game. They had uh, foosball tables and shit set up. And they had. Admittedly, though, I did not expect stuff. it to be very kid friendly. I had such I, such great. God damn yous in my songs that I had to <laughs> omit a little bit while I was playing. Yeah, so Boggs wanted me to come out, and I was like, I don't know if I should come out, dude. I'm like, I don't want to bring the fucking kids out to the brewery. And he's like, well, it's just, you know, they clear it out, and it's just performance, and, you know, they'll be having some drink stuff. I'm like, I don't know about it. So, like, he started his set, and, like, an hour and a half later or something, he sends me a text. He goes, dude, you can come out. It's kid-friendly. They even have a playpen out here for the babies. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm it's like straight up dead, oh, man. Fuck it, I go. Let's go. <laughs> let's... Hey, everyone, come to the brewery and throw your kids in the pen and get drunk as shit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, that's <laughs> Great. Oh, now God. to top that, they also have Eric. You're gonna like this, dude. They have. Uh, <laughs> I just pissed Eric off so hard. He's like, damn it. They have. Uh, what did they have? They had Scottish ale. Mm-hmm. It was called Cannonball, and mm-hmm. it was a very fucking good Cannonball. Yeah, the wife is a big fan of that. I nice. did the uh, the wheat. I like the wheat beers because I get. Did they it's brew a it in the thing. stomach of a sheep? Yeah, actually, yeah, they did. Yeah, they totally did, man. That's exactly how they did it, down to the Great. jot and tittle. Uh, they also have an IPA you'd like a lot. They do, like, half pours because it's, like, extreme. I think it's, like, 10% or something, so they have damn. to do a half pour. Yeah, yeah it, it was a damn good IPA. <laughs> it's just, and it's called IPF&A. That's, that's got to be an imperial IPA if it's 10. Probably. That's insane. But anyway, Boggs was good. He, he did a good job until the end when some fucking yeehaw jumped up on stage with him, and I could see the defeat in his eyes. Like they asked him if he could play with him. They did, and fact. he get and Boggs is like just fucking head goes down, shoulders slump. He's like, yeah, sure, why not? So let, me ask, <laughs> let me ask a question: How many songs from 1990 until about 2003 did Boggs play? I think every fucking one of them, except for one, because he did a Beatles song, so that would have been before right. your range. <laughs> Sweet. I did have, in my defense, even though that is like the the amount of music that I have in that binder, uh, I had on that lineup a lot more, uh, but I got my my set got cut two hours, so mm-hmm. like I just got to pick around and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I had things like. Um, I like Pink Floyd on there. I didn't get the. I didn't get around to that one. Yeah. Yeah. No one's heard enough Pink Floyd in their life. I. To be, I hey man, I'm not debating that at all. It's I'll just, be honest with you. It's I, what people fucking want to listen. I to think I've only heard maybe about three or four Pink Floyd songs all the way through. I tried just. To, I've tried to avoid it like a motherfucker my whole life. Boggs, you just need to play Skinnerd. What? <laughs> and all the people that are drunk. Sweet will Home love Alabama. It. Yeah. No. Sweet Home Simple man, Alabama. Simple Man. Simple Man. Uh, fucking. Curtis Lowe, you just bust all that shit out. That's Curtis true. Curtis Lowe was the finest picker to it, ever play. He's got blues. a point. Yeah. It was in downtown Fort Worth, so they probably been about right on yep. for that fucking group of assholes. I did like the picture that you uh, posted on our Facebook page, just, and then we had a gentleman, Brandon, who replied, because there's a whole bunch of empty kegs in front of where he's playing, and there's no people around. Like, there's not a single person in that in that shot mm-hmm. and so he said do the kegs clap for him <laughs> hey if no one else would <laughs> the kegs will I, I thought it was clever I would just kick one on the side and they would just domino across yeah that was pretty cool everybody was trying to stay away from the stage because of Boggs aura it was just too much for them to handle so they were trying to stand back they were holding up their chakras as defense yeah they were they didn't want 
They didn't want to get drawn into a conversation about the upcoming Magic Origins expansion <laughs> coming out. Also that. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to be doing a gig there again anytime soon? Not anytime soon. I will be doing more there uh, post-August, like September. There you go. I'll be in Did there on Fridays. they give you a beer glass? Um, let's see. How do I phrase this? They hmm. forgot to put away a glass that ended up in my car. No. Ah. Uh, and also a koozie. Fucking thief. And also so a different a mug. And also... That's actually You're it. just like them fucking Mexicans that come across the border. No, I, I, come believe, here I believe if you do the open mic, you... Uh, <laughs> You're the worst. And a rapist. <laughs> yeah. But I'm pretty sure Jesus. he's a good person. Yeah, I, I mean, might be okay. Yeah, I believe <laughs> that anybody who plays a set like that, they just handed you free shit. Because they just handed me a koozie and I have, uh, I have like a little mason jar thing now and mm-hmm. i have a mug in my kitchen currently that's what you get it's a really uh, fun place to play though boggs is acting like a mexican someone called donald trump oh i know that's what we were saying man he's he's the worst kind he's the kind that they send over here the worst yeah. kind of mexican yeah they're busting them over here my calves are like watermelons because i'm just like taking all the jobs going across the border with drugs <laughs> so and <much>. stuff <laughs> <laughs> dude um, oh man! I was uh, I'm a little upset because that's how I spent. This is how shitty my Father's Day. That's what I spent half my Father's Day. I was hanging out at the fucking bar, watching Boggs play. That's how pathetic my fucking life is. Thanks, buddy. I mean, I meant that in a positive way. Like that was the best part of my day. Did it come out like that or no? <laughs> I mean, not? it did come out that that was the best part of your day, and then you said how shitty so, is it that that was the best part of my day? <laughs> so. Anyway, did you do anything else after that? Did you I get- went and hung out with family. Just hung out with my dad. I, I, I like my my story did get kind of sad though, because the whole thing was I'm gonna go do the show, and then the family, like my sister was in town, mm-hmm. and like there was a bunch of people at my parents' house then you from like support. two to no, they were at my parents' house from like three to six. So it. I show up like an hour later, and everybody's gone. So it was just me and my parents. <laughs> like, it's like well. I guess I'll see them next time they come in town. Did well, you, you didn't have to sit through them uh, ramrodding you with how you're not a Christian. That is, uh, that's fair. That's totally fair. There you go. The last time, Brad, I, I think I told you this, Brad. The last time that I saw my grandfather was when my nephew went into the Air Force. And my grandfather says, all right, be safe out there. Make good decisions. And then he turned and looked at me and he pointed at me and he goes, and don't mess up your life like he did. <laughs> <laughs> you're a piece of shit that was the last so. time i talked to my grandfather <laughs> uh he's he is right don't be a piece of shit like boggs that's a lesson everybody listening i'm gonna get another beer so well oh no but oh boggs hey get me one too while you're up faggot so here's the thing yeah, give me one as well so here's the thing <laughs> this would have been the greatest thing ever go drive to brad's house and give him one as well yeah come on hurry the fuck up brad's waiting I've got some beers. I'm just too Shut late up! to grab one. So, in Utah, they have a minor league baseball team. Don't ask me for who, because I don't give a shit. They're called the Orm Owls. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but... This, oh, yeah. Yeah, this, this is awesome. You'll love this, Brad. This is right up your alley. Hey, Brad, have you taken that uh, Confederate flag down in front of your house yet? Anyway. Oh, no. No. Ah, damn it. Never Get on that, son. So... What they had planned was, you know how, like, especially minor league teams, they always do these crazy goddamn promotional nights and stuff. So they decided that they were going to change things up a little bit, and they were going to have Caucasian Heritage Night. Ooh, Caucasian Heritage Night! Yeah. You like that? Is this is this uh, Andals just... or Saxons? I think it's... Or Vikings. I... <sighs> 
So anyway, did they, Latin. did they just roll a screen on the field and play friends for three hours? <laughs> okay, here's the here's the funny thing that he says that because here's some of the, here are some of the events that they're gonna have. They're gonna have special burgers that night. There are gonna be burgers on Wonder Bread with mayo only. They're gonna have a vertical jumping contest for the white people. No one's gonna win then. And then they're gonna have um, group trivia. All to do with friends. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But unfortunately, they uh, just a couple days after those uh, church shootings in South Carolina, they decided that they would cancel the event. <laughs> yeah, they canceled it, and the the person that organized it had to resign. Yeah, they they said that they understood in light of the tragic events that the intentions may have been misconstrued, and for that they apologized and canceled the event. Well, at least they had sense to cancel it. I think they should have went through with Un- it. Unlike very, sh- like, back in the 90s mm-hmm. when the Columbine shooting happened. Yeah. And then literally weeks after, fucking Charlton Heston and the NRA came through and held a big-ass convention right right after yeah, it happened. Yeah, dick. That fucking piece of shit. So at least there are people that know when to toe the line. What I find funny was all the backlash of people saying, oh, what, what, white people can't have a heritage or blah, 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 or say their pride and all that stuff. Look, it, that's not the point. The point is, is that there's a reason why there's Black History Month, why there's all these like special things that are highlighting minorities. Yeah, it's called it's white guilt. The rest of it is all us. It is so fucking awesome to be white. You can walk in anywhere and get an hourly job. Not really, because you can't say certain words if you're white. It takes the fun out of things. But it is so awesome being white. We get paid better. We don't get scrutinized as much. Don't get discriminated upon. When I walk into a convenience store, somebody's not automatically thinking I'm going to steal something. Most people give me the benefit of the doubt. Including cops. It is so mm. awesome being white. That's why there's such a thing as... You know, not having the white pride or whatever. It's because we have everything else. All the other months besides for Black History and Hispanic Month, those are ours. Well, I mean... We get them. Yeah. Every holiday revolves around a white guy. Uh, Middle Eastern dude. No, see, they still portray him as a white guy. Oh, that's true. They do portray him as a white guy. Eh. Fuck. The Easter Bunny? Jesus. White. He's white. I thought he was pink. <laughs> Jesus is. I think you're going for a bit of a stretch here. Look at every single Easter Bunny picture that you've had as a kid or with your kid. Yeah, he's guarantee you he's fucking white. Do you think they treat brown rabbits differently from white rabbits? Hell yeah, they do. I would. That's why the Easter Bunny's white. I'd put shackles on that motherfucker. Because they did studies and reports, and the white rabbit was more trustworthy. Damn right. (laughs) (laughs) Such a piece of shit to your rabbits, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) I get the whip out on him. Well, mistreat your rabbits. When I was growing up, we had two rabbits for pets. We had a white one and a brown one. They're salt and pepper, and uh, we used to always abuse the brown one. We take it. We we had a collar around its neck, and we got and whip it a couple times a day, and call it what? Call it Toby. <laughs> I'm it. telling you, the more I hear about your childhood, the more I'm convinced <laughs> that you had like the most trashy. Horrible childhood. It was great. <laughs> it was like seriously. No, we treated the rabbits good until they like they treated uh, them well. And, Whatever, until they fucking, like, broke through the cage and got to each other, and they killed each other. <laughs> really? Yeah, they fucking tore they each were, other to shreds. They were beta rabbits. I don't know. Well, were they what? male and female? Yeah. Really? You'd think that they would want to fucking bone. 
But instead, they fucking <laughs> killed each other. <laughs> they fucking fought to the death. You know, that's what happens when Maybe you Maybe they had a divorce decree. That's what happens when you get... See, we had them segregated, and then the brown rabbit got God to the white rabbit it. and just destroyed God it. damn it. That's what happens. Anytime you let the brown rabbits in with the white rabbits. This show's gone to hell. Uh, what are you talking about? It's not my fucking fault. It isn't your fault. It it's is Michael's your, fault. It's your influence. It's Michael fault. is the Michael's the catalyst between both shows that's always there, that always fucks shit. This is what happens on Bobocops. Brad, he initiates all this evil in me, and I can't stop myself. It's all his fault. <laughs> Whatever. Is that why you I came into like, space? I just like that I finally found a bigger piece of shit than myself. Are you talking oh. about Boggs? I, no, don't I'm talk talking about him you, like that. motherfucker. Oh. Hmm. Why do you think I do a podcast with you? You, you make me look normal. Oh, damn it. That's wow. the reason? Fuck. God, Brad is hostile. I just thought it was because we were secretly Brad had lovers. such nice things to say about us a week ago. Yeah, Not really. You. Oh. I, I, What's up? At the end of the show, we'll give you a two-minute rebuttal on last week's show, you fucking piece of shit. Wait, what happened last show? I don't remember. You fucking shit all over it. Oh, I don't remember. I was in the I was in the throes of um, passion root canal root canal tooth pain. I was probably don't remember it. God damn it! Oh, I didn't realize you were uh, you were in dental dental care there. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Continue. I uh, no one wants to hear about that shit. I don't know what you guys want to talk about. I mean, I guess the main part of the show is going to be fucking the news, the main news of the week. So if you guys got something else, <clears> you probably <throat> should do that first before I get into this shit and then kind of transfer into it. Uh, there's been, I mean, obviously there's a lot of shit that's been going on. You had some of the there's rulings that came down in the Supreme Court today, and they yes. got some more stuff coming on tomorrow. Uh, you have some more fucking PR shit from the Catholic Church, of course. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if you saw this report, but the UN reported on, uh, 2014's, uh, refugees displaced by war and violence in their home countries. Uh, it has now skyrocketed to 59.5 million people Oof. that have been displaced oh my. because of either war or violence in their country. Um, obviously, Africa is a huge one with mm-hmm. everything going on in the Ivory Coast, the Central, Central African Republic, uh, Mali, Nigeria, Syria, uh, the, the, even yeah, Iraq still, uh, South Sudan, mm-hmm. uh, Burundi. Ah, Burundi. Um, of course, you have everything, like you said, in the Middle East with Iraq, Yemen. Um, and now even, you know, in Europe, you have uh, people from the Ukraine. Um, Fleeing from Russia. You have uh, from China and other Asian countries going to Australia. Oh, really? In giant fucking boats. You haven't heard about that? Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. The Australians are going bananas over there because so many people are coming over. Um, and there's a big problem in Europe from people going into France and then they'll make their way up to the UK. And, um, these, um, migrants have actually been getting onto trucks and they'll use equipment. They'll jump onto the top of the truck and they will make a hole in the truck and then everybody will jump in. Also, there've been crazier stories where people will get underneath the truck and hold themselves onto the axles until they get over to the UK and then they'll get off. Um, the truck drivers, however, if they are found with any refugees, whether or not they knew it or not, get fined roughly $3,000 per refugee. Good Lord. So That's an expensive truckload of Mexicans. So these truck drivers are... Dude, 
they're constantly European. being threatened by whatever these young refugees. They're all the same. They ain't white. That are <laughs> outnumbering them <coughs> oh, shit. and pretty much hijacking their trucks. And at the same time, they have to worry about the government finding the shit out of them. Um, it really, really pisses me off because I sit there and here in America, we're so concerned about the next iPhone or whatever the fuck kind of stupid social problem we're having because we can't get our heads out of our asses. Meanwhile, like, like gay marriage? in the world, Not one the out of every 122 people has been displaced because of violence in their country. And we don't do shit to help it out. Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. Well, Unless my, we have a vested interest. Unless they have yeah, oil. Like oil. Even then, we don't. We just do what we came for, yeah. Iraq is in shambles, but as long as we control the oil feeds, we don't give a shit. My, my story was way lighter on that. Our, our spacecraft, Dawn, arrived at Ceres and took a bunch of pictures of some really strange anomalies on Ceres. That's what I was going to talk about. What kind of anomalies? Uh, they found something that looks like like a three mile high pyramid on a relatively flat surface against the planet surface, mm -hmm. and then the bright lights. I just figured we'd talk about that. Well, we just did. You just talked about it. I mean, pretty much. Yeah, that's all I had. God damn it! I that pretty planet, much just you can go and look at my the, whole. Oh, this show sucks. Your entire whole thing. thing. So good job with that. Hey, man, it's interesting at least stuff that. You know the thing that always interests me and why I like talking about uh, like solar system stuff like that is like it makes your problems feel so small because we're just one dot in this giant universe. Mm. I sound like I'm high right now, don't I? We're like so small, man. You know what I mean? Like we're so tiny and insignificant in the grand scheme of the universe and it's so big. All right. Yet hit, we still feel pain. Hit the mute button. <laughs> man. No, I thought that was cool, though. So, Brad, you got any anomalies you want to talk about? Uh, I will not, say... That's not your asshole. That is not your I asshole. I will say that... Um, Getting pyramids? Me and Justin were discussing this not too long ago. Justin. Who's Justin? If we found out that uh, Nobody North knows who Korea, Justin is. Just shut up. <laughs> Jesus. God. Justin, host Just of Digital Frustrations. say a fucking sentence. Hey, man. God damn it. Even Whoa, like, don't even... be fucking hostile towards me, bitch. I fucking run this show. I know you fucking don't. Yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> me and Justin were discussing Justin and I. that if we found out that North Korea was where they were holding all the hot Asian chicks, we would be boots on the ground tomorrow invading North Korea to get that asset back to the States. I'm sure there's some hot Asian chicks Did you there. just pun? Did you seriously just pun? What? Yeah. Did, what? You just said to get that asset back in the states. <laughs> that was really clever. God damn it. Um. Sure. God damn it. <laughs> I'm a genius. You. Sometimes. No, I mean, I, I'm assuming the big thing we're going to talk about is the Confederate flag because what? That's, that's what I've been reading about. I don't. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. What are you talking about, Brian? Well, apparently. Uh, <laughs> It's a big deal right now. Uh, people are having the uh, Confederate flag um, flown above, high above their capital uh -huh. uh, state buildings, uh -huh. and it's a big deal. And uh, it's trying. People are trying to mm -hmm. uh, remove said flags, and Why is the that? people who refuse to um, are being viewed as bigoted and uh, assholes and etc. Okay, well you sum that up. We're gonna have to talk about that now. 
Now that's the, the news story. Now give your opinion, you dumbass. Uh, you want me to give my opinion? Uh, no, I'm talking to Michael. Me? I'll get to Brad last since you're the guest. You don't want my opinion. Brad can get the last word. Basically from me. This is what it comes down to. We had yet our 5,000th fucking multi-shooting here in the last couple years. And first of all, I don't know if you guys saw the Obama speech afterwards. Because like, he has to go out and address these things every time we have one now. And this is like the 12th time he's given a speech. And dude, it was so... He's just so beaten down. Like he comes out and he's like, he's just slumped shoulder and he's just fucking looking down. And he's just like, seems like I've had to do this about 12 times. And I mean, he's just so beat and he's got nothing to say. And he basically is just like, he goes, you know, it's like, there's only so much you can say. Nothing's going to change because we got people in Congress that aren't going to do anything about it. He goes, so he's basically like, so fuck it. <laughs> I mean, he's just so beaten down. I felt bad for him, but so we have the shooting. It's purely racial. I mean, everybody knows that, except for Fox News. Everybody but anybody on Fox News knows it's fucking, it's just completely racist back. So instead of where the issue should lie, which is what we discuss all the time, which is, you know, gun control, mental health, things like that, which are more problem. How the fuck did this get kicked off of guns and mental health and all this shit to fucking the Confederate flag? I want to know how the argument got to the, don't get me wrong. Because the kid had a Confederate flag, either bumper sticker or it was a on his license plate. I can't remember which one it was. Oh, like shirts, bumper stickers, but everything. But he th- had it somewhere on his car. But so that immediately is what everybody has pinpointed their frustrations at. Either that, or it's just a giant coup by the gun rights activists. <laughs> yeah, the to NRA pretty is much just, yes. try and divert the eyes away from the actual problem, which mm-hmm. is the fact that people have guns. I think it's fucked up because. I mean, I'm not going to say anything about the Confederate flag. I've always thought was ridiculous. I mean, I don't. It's the free country thing. If you want to fly, fly whatever. I have never understood why um, South Carolina, Mississippi, state, Alabama, of course, states like that have it where they fly it on capital grounds or on state grounds. I've never got that's that. my problem because it's heritage. Well, the thing hey, about you guys remember when we <laughs> failed on a catastrophic level. let's 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 talk about it let's remember it let's let's celebrate that yeah i have a i have a sincere problem with it being on capital grounds for that reason like i don't understand why you would want to be labeled like that with a confederate flag but it's completely within your right to do that on your grounds on your house or whatever as far as a capital building goes it it boggles my mind like we like think of it this way too would it be okay if we flew, like, the Chinese flag in a Capitol building? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's like if we, like, during World War II, were flying the fucking German flag outside the thing. It's like, because this 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 was a group of Southerners who basically were going and they were succeeding from the United States. They were pulling a treasonous act. They're like, we're not going to fucking have your shit anymore. So they intentionally took on, I mean, granted, I won't go into all politics because everybody knows, really, the North kind of started it. Lincoln kind of set this shit up, but... And it really wasn't about slavery, but it doesn't matter. We don't have to go into all the bullshit. But the South fucking, they fucking trooped up, bam, went in. And a lot of people were saying now, like, I see all the racists on Facebook and stuff saying, oh, fucking Confederate flag isn't about, it wasn't the South's flag anyway. It was just a military flag, blah, blah, It's like, yeah, but the thing is, it's like, that's the symbol of it. And so it what? symbolizes. Yeah, you don't, you don't see Germany waving uh, the Nazi, Nazi, Nazi flag around. It, that's exactly what it goes to. Like, in like, Germany... You're not allowed to have that shit up. They can't throw Nazi flags and swastikas on stuff. It's like against the law. 
they they've like no we're that's not part of it's a part of our history but we're gonna pretend like it never happened they're so embarrassed by it in this country it's like yeah we fought to keep the fucking black slaves here's a flag <laughs> yeah, this yeah is no, that's that's and you know that's i think it's fine for uh, and we should defend your right to be an asshole and yeah. be a bigot that's fine as far as a capitol building is concerned yeah. though dude state flag u.s flag those are your representations mm-hmm. that is what that building is there to represent to defend to make decisions on everything else is completely negligible and shouldn't be there at all yeah period exactly it's state it's federal everybody's tax dollars going to support in that government yeah. even anything that's peoples, going into tax dollars should be neutral just like the religious argument don't put the fucking ten commandments up in front of a goddamn courthouse or something and it's state or federal funded because my tax dollars go to support that and I don't believe in that shit. It's the same thing. I don't think black people want to be throwing their tax dollars at a fucking government when their goddamn Confederate flags flying out front of the fucking state capitol. Right. Knowing what that symbolizes, even if it's not the actual fucking flag of the South. I know rednecks, but that's like I said, that's the symbology that's used for it. Thus, that's what it represents. It's like like yes, fucking fifty percent of Americans don't know who the vice president is, but they're still. They're not going to know that the Confederate flag isn't the actual flag of the South, but they still associate it with that. You know what I mean? So that's where it comes from. And they themselves perpetuate it by waving it and saying, the South will rise again. Yeah, say that for us, Brad. you, You just identified the flag with being the Southern flag, you asshole. I think Brad didn't say that. Brad, uh, I think Chuck said that. Brad's waiting for the South to yeah, rise how, again. How dare you associate <laughs> me with such... A bigoted statement. <laughs> Sorry about that. I get confused sometimes. Well, hold on now. <laughs> now, why is it that six flags can fly those six different flags over their amusement park and the Confederate flag can't be one of them? I suppose they could because it's privatized, but it just makes you think, you know? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I was channeling Chuck. You know what I love is like, so... South Carolina. Is that all you're doing to check? South Carolina is trying to take it down now. Of course, Alabama, like their governor wrote an executive order like the other day. Bam, pull it down. So they've pulled them down. Uh, Mississippi is now talking about redoing their state flag because half of their state flag is the fucking Confederate flag. So a lot of these states are doing shit. Like South Carolina is so, it's a ridiculous state anyway, but um, like they have to have a fucking vote in their house. Like, it has to be a two-thirds vote against it before they can even take the damn flag. It's so stupid. So it's going to be fucking flying there for a little bit longer. But it's just like, it would be great. We get that symbology gone. Perfect. Fine. Whatever. But it doesn't change the fact of what happened. Like, again, it's like, it's great that some of this shit is happening now and we're getting rid of some of the symbology. But it still doesn't mean shit. The problem is still, we have taken all the money out of mental health in this country People aren't fucking looked after. It's like, it's just like the drug situation. You get caught with fucking marijuana, you go fucking spend a few years in prison. It's like, so you go in, you're a nonviolent offender, then you go into prison for a few years, then your life's ruined, you'll never get a good job, and now you've been in there with hardened fucking criminals, and you're probably going to come out and you're going to do really fucked up shit now. It's like, what the fuck, man? It's like, arts, the way we look at things and our fucking and mindset. And there's so many fucking guns out there, it's very easily accessible. It makes no and sense. And cheap. It makes no sense. I think that's the bigger problem, is it's cheap. If you, if you ban guns... Or made it to where you had to have, like, you could only have, like, you know, over in Britain, where you can only have a rifle 
in your house and you had to have your uh, your sidearms at a club or whatever, the the prices for everything would be obscene on the black market. They'd be ridiculously high. So much so that the majority of people that go on these fucking mass shootings or want to do anything, like, fuck, I need to think of a cheaper way of doing this. Because it's not... It, that, that's what they don't understand. These gun rights people do not get is that they sit there and go, well, if you take away the guns from the good guys, that means only bad guys will have the gun. No, jackass, there will still be police officers with guns. They're the fucking good guys, you cocksuckers. Not you in your fucking house with your fucking Big Mac and Walmart fucking Crocs. It's the fucking cops that are out there. They're the good guys. Can we, and the bad guys are not going to uh, be able to afford it. Why don't they just increase uh, the cost of bullets? Oh, that's like that old um, yeah, Chris, Chris Rock at a price floor. <laughs> it makes fucking sense. <laughs> Every bullet's like a it's essentially million dollars or something. It feels like $5,000 a bullet. Yeah. That would fucking solve the problem. No one would ever shoot anyone. I, here's this is price floor on bullets. That's not a bad idea, Brad. This is pretty. It's solid not my here. idea. It's Chris Rock's idea. Yeah, he's stealing it. Don't I give just, him credit. Uh, don't don't give. Don't. He's stealing from the <clears throat> black man. We've had enough of that from Whitey in this country. Don't I'm give, sorry. Don't, <laughs> don't give in him. So this is. These are from FBI statistics. This is from 2012. These numbers. So in 2012. Okay. First of all, why do most people say they need to carry guns? Protection. Okay. So in 2012. 259, there were 259 justifiable homicides. People actually using them for protection, saving themselves. However, there were 8,342 criminal homicides. <laughs> All right. So that means one out of every 32 deaths by gun, right? Are justifiable. Or unjustifiable because they're, they're for criminal acts. But you're, you're saying 259 occasions guns were used. To actually defend themselves. Out of a country of, what, 330 million? It's probably more than that now, but yes, that has been the statistic. So less than 300 out of 330 million people in the course of a year you actually use weapons to defend themselves. Or do it properly and don't shoot right. themselves or something. Or their seven-year-old kid in the backseat. Yeah. Why they're they... jumping on a trampoline. <laughs> so, like, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's the most ridiculous argument ever. And it's like... 8,000 fucking deaths, either murder or accidental shootings, compared to only 259 that were actually Let defending me, themselves. The other angle I want to uh, see what your take is, too, is do you think that a lot of this comes down to, um, I don't know, like fear-mongering? Like, when you watch Fox News or when you watch those plays, they're always... The assumption they make anytime they talk about this is the world's literally, like, right outside your door trying to kill you. It always is. You know what I mean? Like, every time they talk about this, the, the world's just a dangerous place, and this is just a necessity of life, and this mm -hmm. is just what you have to do if you want to protect your family and your kids. And it's like, dude, I've, I've been alive 27 years, and I mean, I, I would think that I've been pretty fortunate to never be attacked while I've been an adult, but that just doesn't come up ever. Like, if you're smart, you can just avoid situations like that to begin with. and Stay out of the bad part of town. You know what I'm talking about. The part of town that we were at the other <laughs> night. The conservatives, uh, the, conservative, the conservatives just can't seem to move far enough away from black people. Yeah, I think that, that has a lot to do with it as they well, just can't, unfortunately. They just can't accomplish it. So they need to buy more guns to protect themselves. 
from I, these black people. I'm not worried about black people, but I got a house full of brown people now over at my house. Goddamn Asians are taking over Well, you're over part of the problem. House. What? What? What do you mean I'm part of the problem? I don't know. I embrace the uh, the dark-skinned people. What I don't understand is how come, like, the immediate reaction, like, when fucking nine, fucking nine people fucking gunned down in a goddamn church during a prayer meeting, you know, I know we're all atheists here, but fucking shit, if they want to go to a fucking prayer meeting and pray, then fucking let, they shouldn't be afraid of fucking dying, and nine people are dead, and the immediate thing, immediately... It's it goes to gun rights. It goes to oh they're gonna try and take our guns now. And it's like, what the fuck? Can you not give it a fucking minute? Can you not try to think? Can you not try to solve the problem instead of immediately jumping the bandwagon on some fucking over beaten to the ground dead horse issue? Well, what you need to remember is after Sandy Hook. That's all you need to know about gun rights, people. Yeah. I mean, those were defenseless kids that had zero chance. I saw... Did and you see that meme today? they give two shits about it. They were only concerned about their precious little weapons and mm -hmm. instruments of death. All those fucking gun rights people can go fuck themselves. Did they you see that? Well, if we, if we had all those little anybody. tiny six-year-olds armed... Then that wouldn't, yeah, have it wouldn't have happened. Yeah, we did are you, the teachers. Did you see that Fuck meme? That. Did you see that meme today? I put it yeah, on. So there was a meme today that I saw on Facebook that was uh, that discussed the same issue, and it was like, if you want to really think about gun owners and the way that they think about it, you just have to look at Sandy Hook for that exact reason, because America basically made up its mind when it said it's completely fine that we allow kids to be murdered as long as we get to have our rights of guns. So I think we all kind of know where everyone stands on that. Yep. You know, we're we're completely willing to let children die over and you know I remember talking about this when it happened too. We were talking about how some of the specifics of those bills were like, Hey, you know what, we don't really care about gun violence because it's really it's not that statistically big of a problem. It really isn't. What the problem is is we have these fucking crazy mass shootings where twenty six people, nine people, you know, ten people fucking die over Two guys walking around with fucking bulletproof vests, sawed-off shotguns, and Molotov cocktails with napalm, you know? So, to limit that, you know, I remember uh, people were, like, blowing things out of proportion, saying, like, Obama was coming for 100% of all of your weapons. And he was, like, the part in his bill was like, you know what we should do? We should limit the amount that clips can hold. That way, he has to reload quicker. Yeah. And logistically, you have a window that's quicker... To where you can tackle the shooter. No, oh, he's taking her guns, man. That's another way for them to control us. Yeah, it's another way for the government. And dude, so I, I haven't brought this person up very much on the podcast, but this was—it's my. Let's see, what's my what's my dad's cousin? What's that relationship to me? Like a like a first cousin? Is that what it is? It'll be your cousin too, dumbass. He'd be my cousin. Yeah, he's your cousin too. Okay. Anyway. It's your second cousin, and your family removed. And your family might be your brother and your cousin. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, so <laughs> asshole. So he's <laughs> he's at he's at my parents' house once, and he was talking about how he's part of the Brown County militia. Oh no! <laughs> God, I got a story for you. So he's talking about like some guy. I think he was. This was the thing where he was trying to feel me out politically, but he was like, "We just can't take four more years of Obama." 
And I was like, really? Your life's changed that much, huh? Mm-hmm. It's been that affected by a presidential change. That's weird because that never seems to happen statistically. <laughs> anyway, so he was talking about how this militia would just march right up to Washington. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, they would re- and the implication was they'd gun him down. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. It's, it's weird that you say that considering that uh, he kind of ha- is the chief in command of a military that could easily find Brown County with his missiles Mm-mm. and his troops uh-huh. and his all these and it's like you know it's funny the other you know we the first method of protection is from other people the second argument that they have is do that you, do you use protection uh we'll, we'll get to that later the second level the of protection is not that, enough no no he does not no no We'll it's talk about that later. That, we that is on. that is <laughs> implicative and not true. What? Um, the second level of protection that they always say, though, is that it's protection from the government because now the people have guns and the mm-hmm. government has to fear the people. That's true. The problem with that is what? Like, think about it right now. If the government really wanted to get me and Eric, what fucking chance do we have against that amount of resource? Like what? What guns could Eric and I possibly have in this apartment that would protect us from the goddamn military? If they wanted, they could take the building yeah, down. The five million dollar F-16s that they have are going to be no match for our AR-15s. For our AKs, we'll just walk right <laughs> on the patio and da, 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 come on and get me, niggers! Whoa! What the hell are you? Whoa! It's more offensive when you say it. My God! You say the whole word. God! Just because Obama says it doesn't mean you can, dude. No, like, like there's a difference. There's a difference between saying like nigga like oh, and here we the go. actual word no, 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 we go. not, not if you're off, white not if you're first white off, no I know difference. but like it sounds worse I'm still emulating someone else though. no you're not <laughs> because no, you're, not. you're emulating you yourself you were emulating I think, yourself going I think that was down more channeling. you were channeling <laughs> I was, yeah, what did you say earlier about Chuck I was channeling I was channeling I don't know Rick Santorum, I'm sure. Um, My point is, though, like, that, mm. that's the attitude that they portray, though. Like, God that's the mighty. I can't wait to hear. Here, I'm going to get another goddamn tweet from Scott. I know. Jesus Scott's going to be all Christ. over this. He's going to be like, man, he went like a whole month. <laughs> First <laughs> off. What I find funny is. I'm still making fun of that side, though. Come on. You have other countries really? We're that, just gonna blow that off? We're not gonna... are much more violent than us yeah. but they actually use these as like a tool to kind of it's almost propaganda for them because mm-hmm. they use these american mass killings and they go you see look america doesn't have it so great either yeah. they got this we don't even have this crap mm-hmm. we just have gang violence they have fucking looney tunes people matt gunning down 15 people at a time yeah the um uh Man, like I don't, I can't really compare much to like other other countries as far as that goes. But it just baffles me that we've got so many other things figured out. We've got, you know, a really great stable economy. It's really easy to make money here, as relative to the rest of the world. Honestly, you can be whatever religion you want. Like, isn't that great? You can be whatever the fuck you want. Technically, I mean, you might not, you might be treated differently, but you can, right? But this one thing, we just can't seem to get over. We can't seem to get over any of this. 
It's funny that we protect this right before we protect the first one, which is freedom of speech. Way, way more. I know that conservatives love the Pope. Especially this one. (laughs) He's their favorite Pope ever. But this was something I thought that was... Usually, like, he says a lot of stuff, and we always are like, yeah, he says a lot of good stuff. He's, He's still head of the largest cult in the fucking world, the Catholic Church. But... He was giving a speech to a bunch of young people in uh, Italy the other day, and uh, the speech was about war and trust and politics and everything. And he said, if you only trust, or he goes, if you trust only men, you have lost. It makes me think of people, managers, businessmen who call themselves Christian, and then they manufacture weapons. That leads to a bit of distrust, doesn't it? (laughs) He's basically calling out people, and he goes on to say some other stuff about, you know, it being uh, the duplicity is the currency of today. Um, they say that one thing and then do another. He's talking about, you know, people preach and they act like they're Christians. He said, but if you're one of these manufacturers of weapons or you promote this warring mentality, are you really a Christian? I did. I thought that was interesting that he pointed that out. You know, like that. I mean, basically saying if you are that fucking high on your fucking guns, you promote the guns, you produce the guns. Are you a Christian? Are you really doing Jesus' work? Well, it turns out that Jesus is very progressively minded. So it's really hard. I've I've said this several times. I don't understand how you can be conservatively minded and be Christian. It doesn't really make sense. Only for abortion. That's the only case that they can ever use it for. Any other thing that they're for is not Christian. (laughs) Sure. I don't really hold a candle at anything he says unless he admits that the only reason that his religion is popular is because they murdered everybody else that wasn't a part of them. Yeah, don't worry about that. I mean, am he I wasn't the only really... One, am I the only one that feels like the Pope is like... He was like around... It, like <laughs> He was like around in like Catholicism's heyday or something, and then he went away for a while, and Catholicism like went in the shitter, and then he came back, and like his whole career is just, hey, Catholicism's still cool. We're still cool. Uh, that's look, we're we're cool. Look, we're you know we're doing this and this. You know, we'll, we'll, you know we're we're not bad. That's exactly what it is. We said it several times. Where every I don't trust this for one fucking second because they still believe in the Bible and all the violence and hate that it comes with it. So I don't trust it for a damn second. I think this is just all a giant PR campaign by the Catholic Church. Like he might legitimately believe this stuff. The Catholic Church itself, they know exactly what they're doing. Yeah, I think it was calculated when they chose him. I think that's probably... It's one of those really backhanded forms of corruption. They they saw their profits going down. They figured, how are we going to get more seats in the pews? They realized that, oh, all this hate is kind of negative for everything and doesn't really help us get butts in pews. So they chose a pope that exhibits peace. And they chose this... I don't know. What would you call him? A moral hero? Would you would you go as far as to say that that eh, sort of? I mean, he's very morally up, upstanding because they they've realized that they can't kill everybody to their to their will. It's not going to work that way. They not had any, to change their anymore. tactics on that. Um, they have now realized that the fire and brimstone, going to hell, death and torment stuff is starting to fade as well. Not very many people are believing in that bullshit, so that's going away. So they have to come up with something else. And, I mean, it's a brilliant move by the Catholic Church, but I'm not buying it. It's still full of shit. They are still, like you said, the giant and biggest cult on the fucking planet. Uh, they're still going to steal as much money away from you as possible with the hope of salvation and give you absolutely nothing in return besides for a little bit of 
oh, my life is great because God loves me bullshit. That's called hope, sir. It's a placebo effect. It's called hope. <gasps> what are we talking about? Hope. Oh. <laughs> Do we have any of that? <laughs> hope? I don't think we have hope. Oh, shut the fuck up. Shut up, Brad. What? On the mark, get set. Jesus. We're riding on the internet. Cyberspace, set free. Hello, virtual reality. <laughs> Interactive appetite. Search and show the website. Why are you to get online? Take the spin now. You're in with the techno set. Hey, baby, if you're playing internet. a fucking clip, you need to fucking tell me you're playing one. <laughs> I told you. I tell you to shut up, you, you fucking fool. You fucking say shit. <laughs> <laughs> I said shut up, Brad, you bitch. <laughs> When I say shut up, you shut the fuck up. Fuck you. (laughs) That was the the best segue we've ever had. He told you before we started the show that he was going to tell you to shut the fuck up when we were playing an audio clip. And he said shut the the fuck up so often. How am I supposed to know? But you weren't even talking. Playing. He's just joking. Should have known better. Shut the fuck up. I love when I actually need to shut up. God damn it. My favorite's the comment. Why are you guys so quiet? Sorry. Oh, oh man! You should have been more clear. Texted me or something. Oh, that was well. Next awesome. time I'm gonna yeah, next time, next time segue, I'm gonna fucking text, text you and tell you shut your fucking fat fucking mouth, you fucking piece of <laughs> shit. Hey, Whoa. The, Damn. The, the obesity level of my mouth has nothing to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking asshole! You ruined the greatest fucking theme song of all of our fucking. Theme. I don't know. It's pretty uh, good. Florida one? No, he definitely enhanced it. That was that was an enhancement. <laughs> Why you guys so quiet? That was like those warmer lubes okay so i haven't done the surfing on the internet bit in a long time but i usually i do like silly shit like i'll find some fucked up dating site like you know for amputees or fucking the breast milk one which eric brought up not too long ago but this one i tried to i tried to couch it i got a couple sites one of them is uh it's a legitimate site maybe a little bit amusing the other one is uh strictly business it's i'm about awareness because i care about the people listening indeed not really Whatever so you say. The first one's called pimppreacher.com. Well, this is a great site. So what it is is these assholes put this site together, and like all over the United States, like preachers, pastors, priests, and stuff, they're always fucking doing stuff that they shouldn't do. You know, like fucking people in vans and stealing money or raping kids or stuff like that we've went over before. So what this is is they take all these news stories about all these pastors, preachers, priests, clergymen whatever that have done fucked up shit and they just keep it a listing on their site so you can just go it's a nice little reference to find all the fucked up religious folk like they have a couple stories on there now just to kind of give you guys a little taste little little fucking taste i'm sure you could have done better than that as far as puns go shut the fuck up if you don't like the way i'm doing it bitch you fucking do it hand me the paper no i'm gonna do it that's what i thought so i got two little stories here they just give you a little little bit of a an idea Motherfucker, of what mm-hmm. they got going on. So one Hold of the on, stories. Let me put my cl- my carrying glasses on. Oh my god! So this story is just from the uh, yesterday. Said the uh, wife of Pastor Larry Jones went to the printer in their home office and made a very disgusting discovery. In her hand, she held X-rated short stories written by her husband, a sexual fantasy story that was detailed and graphic, and named girls from his church specifically. Really, dude. Mm. The youngest girl mentioned. By name in the story was six years old. 
Oh, oh that Mitch. changed the dynamic of what we were talking about. You're starting now. to get you're starting to get a hard on. I was like, hey, that's actually not that big. Oh, chubbing up, and then you heard six, hey, and you're like, all the time. Eh, maybe five, six, a little too old. Miss Jones did the right thing and that's called like the Sir police. Ellen. And what? Huh? Who? Maybe not Sir what? Ellen. What was his huh? name? What? Huh? What? The guy from Game of Thrones? Too old. Who is that? God damn it! God damn it! Really? Anyway. So anyway, she called her the fucking police, the fucking popo, and they came and they fucking read the fantasy story stuff and they ended up arresting his ass and booked him on child pornography charges. But he said to the police, he goes, even though I'm writing these stories, I never planned on acting these things out. So it's just stories. Now you, you write stories about like things like that, right, Boggs? On yours are... <clears throat> 30-year-old hairy men. So the other story on here, this was just from a couple days ago as well. This is a guy of Atlanta. Pastor Corey Book Butler was arrested for child porn after uh, crimes against child task force learned that child pornography was being shared from his home computer. Originally, Pastor Butler admitted to the police that he downloaded the material but then he has recently changed his plea to a not guilty because he said that what it was was he was looking up things and these pop-up uh, sites came up and they infected his computer with uh, child pornography spam. That happens to me all the time. I'm just looking up like fucking scores and stuff on ESPN and then <laughs> poof, child porn pops up and infects my computer. It's the fucking wars. I hate fucker. Did you just say you're looking up sports? <laughs> yeah. I thought you said I, I thought you said I'm fucking looking up squirts. <laughs> I, I went and uh, I was googling sports. I was looking up midget squirts. Yes. He was trying to find gladiator sports. That's it. Uh, I was looking at water sports. I was, I was looking at lemonparty.org. Oh, that's, that's, oh, that's different. <laughs> <laughs> You guys yeah, tricked me into away. looking at that once, and I will never, ever believe you again. So, so anyway, <laughs> whatever, Get dude. Boggs, look at Boggs has that shit bookmarked on his fucking computer. Oh, my God. What was the other one you had me look at? It was... Um, the one with the girl. girl. Fucking shit. Tub girl. God. Oh my. Jesus Christ. That was the worst image I've ever seen in my okay, life. Okay, everybody at home, go and look up tub girl. No. No. Tubgirl.com. Do, do not do whatever. that. Do not, for the love of God. Holy Christ oh, and no. assholes Guys, do that. Look, look. You got to look at that one. If you want to look at it, just go download uh, the episode from Bopocalypse called Sweet Home Poopocalypse. <laughs> and that's the episode. God damn our titles. So, the other one. Now, this one is legitimate. This is serious. Oh, because I don't God, know if you guys realize. I can't take this anymore. Tomorrow is going to be a huge day. And uh, uh, we're going to have most likely gay marriage will be legalized in the United States tomorrow. And then the fi- the next day, no correlation here. I'm just, I'm just pointing that out I before I say this that that's on Saturday tomorrow. is going to be national HIV testing day. No correlation whatsoever. I'm just saying on Saturday, national HIV testing day. You might, you might be a bigger dick than I am, Michael. Anyway, no, I'm just pointing that out because people should go get tested. If you haven't been tested and you're a sexually active person, Let's say you go to fucking swingers clubs or something, like a whore. Then there's always those types no, of They're places. not fucking Shut whores. So anyway. Look, we, appreciate, we appreciate the fact that you're here and you're queer. And we're getting used to it. fucking mouth. I, I haven't given safe. the site yet. Thank you. 
So you want to go to AIDSVU.org. That's AIDSVU.org. This is a pretty cool site, actually. I was looking on it for a while. They have all the statistics and stuff to deal with different, uh, not just AIDS and HIV, but you can actually go in there and you put your zip code and stuff, and it'll take you to certain specific locations. Like I can look up my fucking zip code, and it'll pull it up, and it'll tell you all the cases of reported HIV and AIDS in that area. And then it breaks down by statistics how people obtained them, like whether it's you know fucking via sex or blood transfusions or if it's straight sex, homosexual sex, whatever it was. It has all the statistics. Ham what sandwich. I'm, what I'm saying, I don't know what that means. I don't know what you're fucking saying. But what that means is you go, if you're going to take a vacation somewhere and you don't know where to go, you look at the place that has the less amount of AIDS and that's where you go because then you can just fucking fuck without a condom like a madman in that area because you don't have to worry about it. No, no, no. <laughs> what do you mean no? This is exactly what this site's no. for, I think. Is there no. anyone less fortunate than the individual who gets uh, AIDS from a blood transfusion? Um, um, honestly, my, my uncle had, didn't get AIDS. He got hepatitis, I think, from blood transfusion. It's a little different. It pretty, well, it still ruined his life. You still have to get rid of it with chemo. It yeah. fucked him up, man. He's not, he's a shell of a person now. All right, moving on. Happier stories? <laughs> Any happy anyway. stories? So anyway, go to AIDSview.org and find out where to vacation and fuck without rubbers. And no... No. Did you know that there are more than 1.2 no. million people in the United States living with HIV right now? Did you know that, Boggs? Where I do now. A condom. Did you know that last yeah, year? Yeah, wear a condom, please. God, wear a condom. Nearly 50,000 people were diagnosed with HIV last year, Boggs. That's a lot of people. More of a story. Know. Wear a condom. So anyway, if you want to find pastors who like to t- diddle kids, go to pimppreacher.com. Or if you want to find out where to go uh, stick your dick in someone and not get the aid, go to aidsvu.org. But still wear a condom. How do, how do you or account, don't how do you account for people who don't know that they have any disease, Michael? All right, man, I can't say anything. All I know is I can just go by what the website says. And if it says that there's only like a couple AIDS fuckers running around in the city, then I assume that's, that's a reported. Safe city. Asshole. Yeah. First off, no condoms. You know, no condoms that, needed. Right? That's one STD. It's only one. You get rid of the HPV, rest with penicillin. Chlamydia, gonorrhea. Right, Brad. Penicillin will get rid of the rest. Of herpes. Them. Yep. You're yep. not yep. getting rid of herpes with penicillin. Eh, whatever. You can live with it. Oh my god. Do you want to live with it, Michael? Do you wanna? Just when you get bumps on your dick, just tell me you have zits on your dick or something. Jesus Christ, that is. That's the one time you might want to wear a rubber. That is some bad advice. Why Are you would, getting this, Brad? Is that what you do? So be what? sure to be sure to follow us I on the Brad, Facebook. Brad doesn't care about condoms anymore because he's and uh, on Twitter at the Intel Saviors. I'm fucking married, dude. Yeah, I don't wear a fucking condom. You used to tell me you fucking wore rubber when you had sex with your wife. <clears throat> no, well, only at the beginning when I was still trying to impress her. Impress her. Yeah, because it'd last longer if I wore a condom. Ah, oh, Jesus Now it's Christ. just like, I don't fucking care. Jesus. Wow. You know, maybe... I'm just throwing this out there. Maybe mm-hmm. you should uh, you should still try to impress your wife. So wait, this is the divorce guy giving the not-divorce guy marriage advice. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I, I knew what not to do. I know what not to do now. Don't give her herpes. <laughs> yeah, don't give your wife herpes. That's a real bad plan. Don't give your girlfriend's chlamydia either. Yeah, that's bad. Jesus. That's real bad. God, is that bad. And look up 
AIDSview.org to find out where not to get AIDS. Right. That's good info. See, and I'm wear s- a rubber. I'm saving Listen lives Eric. here. Eric, what's your advice on all this? You already know my advice. <laughs> so Eric is basically also saying don't wear a rubber. Got it. <laughs> God damn it, Eric. That's terrible advice. Eric, you're a fucking asshole. You're a piece of shit. Why would you say that? Show over. What? <laughs> no, not yet. We still got stuff to do. No, we don't. What do you got, Michael? We got we got one more thing because Boggs loves racism. That's his favorite that thing. That is not at all true. So I started with the white, the Caucasian heritage thing. I want to end with, okay, besides the South Carolina thing and the Supreme Court rulings and the fact that Donald Trump is now a presidential candidate, which is the most awesome thing ever. The other big news this week, I think, was um, Obama dropping the, the fucking the Negro bomb on the fucking Mark Maron podcast. Now, Brad, you're going to have to shut your fucking mouth because we're going to play this clip, okay? Say yes. Okay. Say yes, sir, motherfucker. <laughs> so, we're yes, gonna, sir. God damn you. Don't call me sir. So, the thing is this. We're going to play this real fast because everybody's heard about it. I guarantee you, none of you motherfuckers listening right now have actually heard it. So, we're going to play you have this. to respect your elders, Michael. Shh, motherfucker. So, this is about... Almost a two-minute clip. It's Mark Maron asking a question, part of it. I kind of cut it down. And then, actually, Obama's answers. You can kind of hear it in context and stuff. And then we'll discuss why we should all be able to say um, the N-word. This this horrible thing happens Wednesday. And, and you know, you have, uh, you know, these police actions in Baltimore and Ferguson. I mean, right. where, you know, coming from where you came from. Right. And, and you know, trying to define yourself in terms of uh, the African-American community right. and, and, and in terms of uh, racial relations. Where, where, where are we with that in right. terms of when you came in, in your mind? Well, for, first of all, I, I always tell young people in particular, uh, do not say that nothing's changed when it comes to race in America unless you lived through being a black man in the 1950s or 60s mm-hmm. or 70s. It is incontrovertible that race relations have improved significantly during my lifetime and yours, and that opportunities have opened up, and that attitudes have changed. Yeah. That, that is a fact. What is also true is that the legacy of slavery, Jim Crow, discrimination in almost every institution of our lives— you know that casts a long shadow, and that's still part of our DNA. That's that's passed on. Uh, it, we're not cured of it. Racism, racism. We are not cured of. Clearly, uh, and 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 it's not just a matter of uh, it not being polite to say nigger in public. That's not the measure of whether racism still exists or not. It's not just a matter of overt discrimination. We have to, societies don't overnight completely erase everything that happened two to three hundred years prior. And so, what I tried to describe in, in the Selma speech uh, that I gave, commemorating the yeah. march there, was again a notion that progress is real, and we have to take hope from that progress, but. What is also real is that the march isn't over and the work is not yet completed. It's the dick of the week. All right, Brad, you can talk. 
What an astounding clip we just heard. Right, Brad? I just wanted to say something so I could tell him to shut the fuck I up. I fucking Shut heard. up! So anyway, did you, oh, did you play it for him? Yeah, I was trying to put it up to the microphone so you could hear it. <laughs> You're trying to put it up to the microphone. That's hard. I heard, uh, I actually listened to that podcast, so... Did you? I listened to it. So, th- I want to play it just because I want everybody to hear it and hear the context... And just realized that he wasn't standing in front of a podium, you know, fucking going off. Are you really going to talk about context right now? Black Panther stuff. No, I just want to throw it out there. But this is what I love. Because I saw, as soon as it happened, I was on Twitter. That's how I knew it happened. Because I saw a bunch of fucking assholes posting shit on Twitter. Like, oh my god, I can't believe the president said nigger. And blah, blah, blah. And they're all fucking going off and saying all this shit. And you had all these white conservative fucks like, oh, it's just fucking president saying we just, we everybody fucking says nigger now. So... And we've talked about it before on the show. I fucking love... Nobody Ted. reacts when he says it. No, because I'm not like you, you fucking piece of shit. I was doing the same shit you were doing. No. With my little AK. No. You see my AK? No, you weren't. You shut the fuck up. So... I had a little AK. I was on the balcony oh shooting God. an F-16. No, you could have used all kinds of different racial slurs, uh-huh. but you chose that one. Yeah, you know... What would you have preferred me say, Eric you know Chink? My, Is that yes, what you're going for? Because you know no. my wife's Asian. We can get away with that. Oh, you could have at least said whip back. More Asian slang. Wow. Oh, come on, wow. Brad. Jesus Christ. What? Okay. I'm just trying to take some of the heat off Boggs. I feel bad for him. God. So anyway. Thank you, thank you Brad. So after that came out. Um, I thought it was cute. My little one of the greatest fucking Americans ever. Ted Nugent. Mm. Oh. Wrote a, a column name. for the World Net Daily. And this is what he had to say, basically saying that since Obama says this, we all should be able to say it. But he went on and elaborated. So let me read a little bit of his article for you, and you guys tell me if you agree. I think he's very poignant. For those who have chosen terminal denial and have completely lost touch with the real world, the word nigger has historically been used in a powerfully positive way when describing the proud heritage and history of deeply respected, even revered blackness. Oh, no. What? We're not done. The word is used constantly across America in a friendly, even tribal greeting and salutation with no hint whatsoever of negativity nor hostility. Along with President Obama, he goes on and names like 50 other people have said it, but I'll skip through. And he goes, and assorted celebrities of every color, creed, ethnicity, and walk of life, along with a few million others around the world who have used and continued to use the word nigger at one time or another. So when he says people that are disconnected from reality, is he talking about himself? No, dude, he's awesome. Is he referring to the fact that a lot of youthful black men say nigga? Yes. Okay, that's kind of what I thought. That's what it sounded like he was going for. That's what he's kind of going at. There's like, hey, everybody says it, and it's not a negative thing, man. It's like, hey, nigga, what's up? You know, it's all fucking fun and games. They're all fucking slapping hands. It's just fucking greetings, dude. Salutations. Ain't no fucking hostility there. Well, if the president could say it, I guess we could say it too, right? I mean, it's because it's a powerfully positive way to describe your proud heritage and your history of blackness. Well, if you're gonna <laughs> take, um, if you're gonna take uh, political advice from anyone, Ted it Nug- should be from the writer of Cat Scratch Fever and uh, Wang Dang Sweet Poontang. Don't forget that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that does. So now, what I'm hoping for is a Donald Trump, Ted Nugent ticket, 2016. Ugh. That's my ultimate ticket. Ugh. God. I, I would almost watch presidential debates. 
God damn it. So, uh... I would vote for them, and then I'd move to a different country so I could just watch what happens. <laughs> watch America implode. It would be, be hilarious. kind of It would be kind of funny. It'd be like a reality show. I've told these fucking guys, because we talk a lot, of, we do a lot of stories about Europe and other countries and stuff and what they're doing right and why we can't do the shit that they're doing, and it makes me insane. Like, And Finland comes up a lot. A lot of the Scandinavian countries got their shit together. I told these boys, my wife can get an international nursing license, so when the kid gets old enough, I get his ass out of high school, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to try and push her to move to fucking Finland. Fuck you guys. I'm out of here, man. Just adopt me as you all's child. I'll, sky, I'll Skype in from fucking Finland every week. Did you actually say you show. all's just now? No. You said you all's, you all's child. Hey, I said man, you I'll all be, adopt me as your child. Yeah, hey, I'll be a y'all's child. Yo. What the fuck are you, dude? What's up, nigga? Learn how to... Wow. God damn it. What? I'm just fucking... Ted Nugent said it's cool, dude. It's salutations. There's no hostility there. I'm just respecting blackness and shit. I was... I seriously swear to God... And revering totally blackness. mocking the fuck out of Republicans for that. And here you are. Saving my ass. Appreciate it, buddy. Well, look, dude. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. And that's exactly what he fucking wrote. And he didn't fucking pull any punches. He wrote the shit straight you know, out. Ted Nugent's a piece it's of funny, shit. It's funny how much you your audience this, right? matters. Yeah, I'm aware of that. It's funny how much your audience matters because you know how many people read that and went, God damn, he's totally right. Fuck oh, it. Oh, yeah. The world net and they're daily all above the age is of like a conservative 50. internet bullshit thing. And plus it's Ted Nugent. Everybody knows he's a fucking nut job. So anybody that reads his shit is a fan of his. They're totally on board with it. These are the fucking people that need the mental evaluations and don't need guns and they need to keep away from fucking black churches and shit. These are the the people who read this and are like, yeah, he's got he makes some really good fucking points there. Why can't we fucking do that? Those are the fucking people who need to be fucking locked the fuck away. So anyway, but, take, you, but you know the people reading stuff from Ted Nugent probably have the most access to guns. Goddamn, dude. You know probably. it, too. Oh, yeah. They're the, they're the fucking... They are NA, NRA gold members. But, uh, so, yeah, Ted Nugent, uh, dick of the week. Brad, Congratulations, sir. Brad came in second. Ted Nugent <laughs> just, just beat him out. Because <laughs> he fucking talked over my fucking... <laughs> oh, uh, so fucking funny. Oh, funny guy. <clears throat> I think Brad's mocking you. I think so, too. I think he was being very sarcastic and facetious just now. All right, Brad. This is your this is your chance. You got a couple minutes. You can bitch about fucking our shit and shitting on your music and everything. Now you got two minutes. Go. What? That's it. I'm giving you rebuttal um, time, motherfucker. Take, I don't know. I don't even remember what was I. Oh mad about? my god. What was I mad Ill about? Prepared. Um, I don't even remember. Coheed. Yeah. I always get mad about Coheed. Yeah, they're pretty fucking awful. Yeah. But uh, no, I no, I listened to the new Deer Hunter single and I liked it. I even texted uh, Eric sucks, and told him we should all go on a Fort Worth podcast field trip, 2015, to see him play. Un- unfortunately, dickhead over here has to go to Motley Crue. I'm going to be rocking out the Motley Crue then. Have you guys? Go. <gasps> I've seen Deer Hunter already. You know, if you see them too close, you can actually catch hepatitis from Tommy Lee. The problem is, we got really <laughs> shitty seats. We're like that is true. Gi- this gigantic dick will fly over the crowd. <laughs> And, and give everybody all over you. <laughs> the details that Brad thinks are important in that statement tell me a lot about him. That's what he usually does when he drops a drumstick. He just fucking starts using his fucking cock. His, his hepatitis filled his, cock. Just shooting hepatitis all over the cymbals. <laughs> it's just bouncing. That's why Mick Morris can't even like talk when he anymore. Hits the snare drum. Mick Morris, I have hepatitis. Mick Morris got too close to him. That's why he's on his way out the door now. 
So anyway, but yeah, I'll be, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll make sure to uh, periscope it, like I said, so everybody can enjoy Motley Crue with me. That's <laughs> about the show. It's lame, man. Fuck you, dude. It's lame. Fuck you. <laughs> Go listen to Coheed, you piece of shit. Go be uh, one of the five people that listens to that crap. I listen to other things besides Coheed. And by the way, <laughs> Go get a Boggs, tattoo of Boggs, fucking Coheed. If you, don't, oh, wait, if you don't stop saying talking shit about the pentatonic scale so much, like your life depends Here on we it, go. I might have to come kick you in the balls. Nothing. Nothing from Boggs. He's For only, real. He's only got like 10 more seconds and his 10-minute rebuttal's up. What, do, you, do you have a problem with the fucking major scale and minor scales, too? Do you do you refuse to use those? I have are a question you, for you about you those. So, are are you, you feel so like they're good? overused? I cut so his mic. It's two minutes is up. Are you so good of so good of a musician that you can't use oh, the, you calm the down. scales that everyone else uses? You calm down. You had your chance. You I fucking that, pissed it away. I think that last part that you used there, Brad, is my case in point. What? That doesn't make any sense. They're, everyone uses them. Like, so what? Use something different. <laughs> yeah, that no one fucking gives a shit about. Yeah. No one's gonna go. No one's gonna f- like flock to hear your new album just because it doesn't have the very many instances of the pentatonic scale in it. Like, mm-hmm. no one's gonna like be tripping over themselves and running to grab your album just because. Oh, did you hear? Did you hear that Boggs is writing an album that doesn't use the pentatonic scale that often? Most people That's that, amazing! Most people that run and grab albums don't know two fucking things about music. Besides for there's a rhythm. And there's like music in it. I like a good beat. Now Boggs, people will be running and tripping over themselves to hear the drums that I've composed for your album. But that's, a, <laughs> that's different. Uh-huh. Were they based on the you pentatonic know, my, you know, Also, Boggs, you know I'm fucking with you, right? You fucking take everything so fucking seriously. Well, I'm just saying, like... I'm fucking yanking on your dick right now so hard. You are? Mm. Yeah. That, that, that doesn't sound half bad at all, buddy. Never go. That's I've the seen your hands. Right They're rough. You like that? If I, could describe, if I could describe Brad's hands in one sentence, or in one word, it'd be rough. See, that's the opposite of what you, you said you like, because... Me and uh, Michael over here have talked about how, you know, when, when we bait, we raw dog it. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about how you always have to have, like, lotion or something. Dude, lotion burns. Don't use lotion. I use shampoo. That, oh, my weed. What is wrong with you? No, that also burns. <laughs> That's what you said once. You guys got to go get some KY jelly. No. That's not bad. No, KY's the worst. You know what to use? Or some Lubriderm. Do I'll they give- use cow tongue? No, I'm gonna give you guys. I'm and gonna the tell souls you. Souls of no, unicorns. I'm gonna tell you, motherfucker. This is this is legit. This is what I fucking. This is what me and the woman use. Milk of the poppy. No, fuck KY. KY's too gross. It's too jelly-like and shit. Astroglide's not as bad, but better. Coconut oil. That actually is not too bad, man. I have to use admit. coconut oil. That's what we use. It's the best. The it's good for with, your skin, too. The yes, problem with coconut oil is t- typically I put it in the kitchen because you can also use it to cook with. So yeah, then we, I have this really weird, nah. like, dynamic yeah. of, wait, did we, I We keep did I We, keep our, we have our little bottle. We keep it in the bedroom. It doesn't go in the kitchen. <laughs> so it can accidentally use it. Hey, Eric, just a, just a real question, unrelated. How many times have you used coconut oil in this apartment? Just asking for cooking oh, reasons and stuff. Oh, my God. Never, right? No. Oh, thank God. Okay. Oh, Jesus we can, Christ. We can move on now. Yeah, so the pentatonic scale sucks, and, uh... <laughs> and, and whatever. And fuck no, dude, hey, man, I... You know I how am... many songs I can prove to you that you have used the pentatonic scale in? 
You know how many songs I could tell you that you've written with the pentatonic scale in it? Are we really gonna bring up songs that I wrote when I was like 15? It doesn't Brad? matter. Oh you my fucking god. Did. You know why you fucking wrote them? Because it's easy to listen to Fuck. and people like it. Fuck White Turtle. I agree. Let's go. Let's I agree. wrap this shit up. Hey, and if you want to have that as your goal, you should definitely go for it. But that's just not my goal. Boggs, what did we learn tonight? What? I don't even have a goal. <laughs> what did we no, learn I'm tonight? I'm saying that that's like, look. Oh my god, I can't get him to stop. Hold on a second, Michael. I'm not fucking finished with my goddamn point. You fucker. Just, Boggs, know that. Wait a someone, second, Brad. Know that when you say that. <laughs> No one, th no one, no one thinks you're. What? No one th reveres you. What? I don't like. No one. I'm not no trying one's to like, be oh my revered God, by that. Boggs, this amazing musician, because he doesn't use the pentatonic scale. Wow. I don't care if I'm revered or not, Brad. Yeah, all you I'm do. saying. You fucking do. You. All fucking I'm care. saying. No, I don't. All I'm saying is that when I choose to listen to a band, I don't want to hear it all the time. I'd rather listen to stuff that's not quite that formulaic. I'd so rather what, listen to bands like... What do you even listen to because the Deer Hunter uses the shit out of the pentatonic scale I listen all the time? To, I listen to a lot more fusion jazz. Okay. I listen to, like, Snarky Puppy. Uh, you can go a, catch a free concert up at TCC in the jazz in the jazz hall with 30 other jazz students, so the only other people in the time world... Time for shout-outs. Time for shout-outs. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck that's, up. That's, you, shut the fuck the up. Shut the fuck up. Cut the mics. Cut the mics. Cut the mics. Hold on, damn it. Shut the fuck up, Michael. Let this happen. Let no! This fucking happen. I told this you guys. This is fucking happening. No, I okay? told you two this minutes. This is like rape. You don't have a choice. Everybody, oh, I'm just, everybody's just tuned out by now. pushing Boggs' buttons Dude, right now. Dude, it's totally fine if everybody else... We've even lost the people that actually like us. It's totally fine if everybody else wants to go and listen to stuff. I just choose not to. I'm much more content listening to stuff that's different and listen to stuff that I have to take a lot more time to digest and it, I have to like listen to a few times through to get like their form and stuff. Hey Brad, that's how cool big of a me. piece of shit do you think Final Fantasy 7 remake's going to be? Uh I'm hoping that's going to be amazing, but I mean if they do fuck it up then you know what am I going what are you going to do? You know, They're talking about a lot of change. Uh, yeah. We'll see. What? I don't know. I don't know. I hope it's good. Now, if it's good, I'm gonna fucking play it, and it's gonna be fucking badass. Man, and if it sucks. Then I saw that, I'm and I immediately you. thought, God damn it, I have to buy a console now. In, in the meantime, you should just buy Fallout Four. Yep. Everybody, be sure to check out Digital Frustrations. Yay! Oh, you're giving the shoutouts now. I'm waiting for somebody to do it. You gonna do it? start? Go. Eric, Michael wants to leave so bad. I do. Yeah, I want to get the fuck out of here. I'm hungry. I want to go get some food. Um, You're such a cunt. <gasps> like I said, go check out our friends' digital frustrations. Yes. We the gamer. No. Whoa. I mean, <laughs> yes. Um, you know, you can check out uh, Michael's wonderful side piece, Bropocalypse. It's my side Ooh. piece, bitch. Um, I think you should only listen to that show if you're like in the drunk. throes of passion. And Brad's on there too. Oh yeah, drunk or fucking. If you're drunk, fucking your woman, listen to it. Drunk or masturbating profusely to some really gross porn. It's the only kind of porn. Uh, you can check out our Canadian brethren at Podblocked, Chris and Joe. You can get some poutine, eh? Poutine? Yeah, they like the poutine. Whatever, bitch. Um, <laughs> Why are you such a <laughs> cunt? God damn. Uh, Brad, you have a SoundCloud, right? Yeah, go check out my SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Bradley Wiley. Why, why is it quiet? If you enjoy video game music, it's uh, video game tunes. Video game tunes. You, they're all in pentatonic scale. There's way too much pentatonic scale. <laughs> way too you, much. Um, I think I've heard a bunch of it, and that's not even true. Obviously, uh, all the stuff that's on We the Gamer is yours. The stuff on Digital Frustrations, that's yours as well, correct? <laughs> Pretty much. What are we talking? Oh, yeah, the theme song? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like those. Unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Why unfortunately you don't like them? I don't know. I like it. I kind of it kind of feeds my ego a little bit. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, Boggs. Just pentatonic scales all up in that motherfucker. God, why are you so stuck on that? I'm just fucking with you. God damn it, Brad. God fucking damn it. Uh-oh. Hey, Michael. So, I masturbated like six times in the last two days, and I'm beat. 